everybody. Thanks, Derek, for sending me out to do the Monster Kid Radio Monster Movie Tournament. This is Steve Turk, the Monster Movie Minion, that Derek pays absolutely nothing to do these lovely things, but it's a labor of love, and I love to do it. Now, there are famous duos out there in the world. There's Lewis and Clark, Laurel and Hardy, the football tandem of Montana and Rice. I'm lucky today to be joined by one of the greatest duos in all time, the podcasting legends from the Classic Cars Club podcast, the Kansas City Gruesome Twosome, Rich Chamberlain, and Jeff Owens. Wow, I don't know that intro. <laughs> you know, I got my drink and everything. I didn't bring my boots, though, so. By the way, you guys can keep the Kansas City Gruesome Twosome and run with it. I kind of like that, you know. And that introduction, that was $10 well spent. Thank you. <laughs> you made me pay you the $10. I think I don't do this right. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Yeah, me too. Listeners, we are doing the East region of the Monster Movie Tournament because it's Monster Movie Madness time. And we picked the movies from the top 100 monster movie list. We took the top 64 and Derek and I put them out in a bracket and we have experts for each region. You guys are going to be in for some hand-wringing hard decisions, and I know I have the right to with you guys because you guys are always decisive and you take action and you know what you want and you stay right off the bat. This is the movie for me. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> what podcast have you been listening to? <laughs> I've been listening to the Classic Cars Club podcast, which more people should listen to. Why, thank you. <laughs> there's some tough pairings here. Yeah, some of them will be easy and others, you're right, there's going to be some tough decisions. And as we go through the rounds... It gets even tougher. So let's start off with an easy one, right? The number one movie on the top 100 movie list, King Kong, 1933 classic, is up against The Last Man on Earth, the number 64 movie. So literally, we're talking opposite ends of the spectrum on the rankings going in. Do you gentlemen have a favorite in this? And just to make sure listeners again know, we're talking about not which movie's best, but which movie is our favorite movie, ones that you want to watch over and over again. So I'll pass it to you two guys. Do you think there's a possible upset here? What are your thoughts on this pairing? I don't see a possible upset. And if you wanted to make this a very short recording, we could jump to the end right now because King Kong is one of my favorite movies ever. And I really don't know the mood I'm in tonight if anything could beat that. For me. Well, it's, way, it's the very first movie we kicked off the podcast with. Now, we didn't talk about the 33 version, but yeah, definitely King Kong is, is Jeff's favorite. And I would have to say, with these two movies, Last Man on Earth, it's good. Got Vincent Price. Here's a bit of a blasphemous statement. I've always been more partial to the Omega Man with Charlton Heston. So automatically... That movie is, it's in a weaker position going up against King Kong. King Kong is a classic. It, it easily beats Last Man on Earth and advances to the next round for me. See, I think Vincent Price will probably be represented in some other movies that may go a bit further, but I don't think this is the one. I think we're all in agreement that The Last Man on Earth gets sacrificed to King Kong on a totem pole out there prior to his movie, and <laughs> King Kong easily is going to move on. And again, we're not just thinking of our opinions, but I think that's how the listeners are going to vote on this one also. Probably. Now, here is a tougher matchup. And this one, I'll be really curious to see which way you guys go. We now have Mothra 
versus tarantula. Bug versus bug. And if you want to say anything about these particular movies as you're trying to come to a decision about which one's your favorite, feel free. But, I mean, this is a tough matchup. Uh, You know, for me, Mothra Stands is one of the all-time best kaiju films, hands down. I mean, it's the first appearance of Mothra. Between this and Rodan, I mean, those are the first two legitimate spinoffs, you could say, of, of the original Godzilla, since they're part of that family. And I love Mothra, and I love that the song, you know, it, it sticks in my head. But there's something about Tarantula. I'm always partial to a nice, classic black-and-white flick. And it's got John Agar, correct? He's in this one. So to me, that, that kind of edges Mothra out a little bit. I'm, I'm leaning towards Tarantula. It's not a clear-cut victory like Kong over Last Man on Earth, but for me, I, I think that's where I'm, I'm leaning towards. Yeah, this is tough. I do think Tarantula will move on. What my decision is, which one would I pick? Which one would I prefer? I love both these movies. Boy, I don't know what to pick. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Rich, and I would say Tarantula, both. That's who, what I would like, and that's what I think will go forward. I think Mothra will advance. You and do? I- well, I am the kaiju fan of the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not, not like seeing you guys aren't kaiju fans, but I'm more inclined to that side. To me, it's a superior film. I, I enjoy both, but as favorite film, I, I can watch Mothra all the time, every day, all day. So I think this is also a classic case of how sometimes once opinions of movies change the time, because if you would have asked me probably 10 years ago, I would have easily said Mothra. But in the last 10 years... I've kind of really fallen in love with some of those cheesier giant bug flicks in the 1950s. I've always had my favorites, but there was a few, and Tarantula was one of them that I would just, it wasn't a go-to for me. But I think in the past 10 years, I've, I've developed a bit more love for this film. That's kind of where I'm at now. And ask me another 10 years from now, and I might be leaning back towards Mothra. But tonight, Tarantula, it's a narrow victory. It's like a three-pointer at the buzzer kind of victory for tarantula in my opinion thinking of monster kid radio listeners and just discussions on past episodes john agar i just i think it's going to be favored among the, the voting group oh i think i think you're right there looking at the crowd that typically votes in the monster kid radio family and i agree with rich i think it's going to be a coin flip it's going to be one of the close ones but you're talking about on the monster movie list we're talking about number 32 versus number 33 so they're right there right next to each other so you knew it was going to be a tight matchup. Yeah. But it's going to be a short-lived win for either one of them. So they're not going to be in the tournament for long. Okay. Now, we have The Invisible Man from 1933 versus The Return of the Vampire. I don't know that this is such a sure thing. I know there's a lot of love for Return of the Vampire out there. It doesn't quite click for me on all cylinders, so my personal choice would be Invisible Man, but... I think this might be an upset. I think Return of the Vampire might be the crowd favorite. I would agree. Return of the Vampire, for me, it loses like half a point by that breaking the fourth wall, which I really don't like. I love the movie, but there's a few inconsistencies during the course of it that I think, for me, my personal favorite is Invisible Man, because I, I love Claude Rains. I love Uno O'Connor, which I know a lot of people you know can't stand her. She kind of cracks me up every time she comes on screen. And 
there's just a, a feel with this flick that I have always loved because he's just a little bit different, but it's from that same early 30s time period that I'm just, I gravitate towards. So not quite as narrow a victory for me as like with Mothra and Tarantula, but I'm with Jeff. I, I think there's a lot of love out there for Return of the Vampire. So my vote would be for Invisible Man, but I'm not sure that's how the, the voters are going to go. So I think we're all in agreement. Our favorite's the Invisible Man, but we're all picking this as an upset. For people looking for upsets in your brackets. And again, I forgot to say this. Go to Monster Kid Radio's website. Feel free to print out your bracket and follow along as the voting goes along. You can also follow along with our experts about who they think they're should move along and that kind of stuff and um and, and see who's ends up being right or wrong and that the whole point is to have fun with discussion but i agree with you guys i think this is a big one for a possible upset now the mummy from 1959 versus invasion of the astro monster as much as i love kaiju and i love invasion of the astro monster it's got gitara in it which i love i mean the mummy 59 that's a classic that's a visual masterpiece. It's got an amazing soundtrack. It's got Peter Cushing. It's got Christopher Lee. It's a hands-down victory for me. Oh, I'll be honest. I didn't see that that was the 59 version, and that does make it a more solid choice for me, although I think either one would probably go forward, but I, I can enthusiastically go for the Mummy, the Hammer version. I want it to go further, and I think it will go further than Invasion of the Astro Monster. And, yes, I am a kaiju fan, but I'm also a realist, and I also know my movies. And you never bet against Cushing <laughs> and Lee when Good they're point. together in a movie. That usually doesn't work well for you. So I'm going with The Mummy because, as you guys have already stated, it's, it's, it's one of the best movies ever. And arguably, is it the best version of The Mummy? That's a debate for another day. <laughs> Now here, oh God, I feel sorry for doing this to you guys. The Thing from Another World versus The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. This is a tough one because you got one of the great silent movies of all time versus one of the great 50s monster movies of all time. Yeah, it's like classic art film versus Saturday afternoon matinee. Uh, Gosh, guess framing it against the context of monster movie tournament i think i'd go for thing from another world the you know the walking vegetable from space i think <laughs> yeah i don't know i i think it'll go forward and i think that's what i would choose as well Captain dr caligari is entertaining to a certain extent but it takes a little more focus to to watch and appreciate and i think that uh popcorn action of Think from Another World would be more popular. I would agree. I, I think Cabinet of Dr. Caligari is artistically a better film, but that isn't always the one that you go to. And and the Think from Another World is just a fun, you can just stick it in and, and or you can dive right into it without really much thought and just simply enjoy it. And and I think for me that's I would I would vote for that as well for it to advance. Nothing against Dr. Caligari. It is a classic and deserving of all of its recognition. But thing is just, on the fun factor, it's probably a little bit more fun. And see, to me, this was one of the easiest movies to pick, easiest ones, because I don't consider The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari a monster movie, personally. There you go. And so to me, it's the thing from another world easy. Because when everybody has, we talked about this before when we did our top 100 list, like definition of what is a monster in a monster movie. 
everybody has their own different definition, but for me, there's no monster in it. I mean, it's it's all humans without any real special abilities and that kind of stuff. So it's just to me, it's an easy it's an easy pick. Now I'm going to make you guys really suffer. The seventh voyage of Sinbad versus King Kong versus Godzilla. Well, my question is, which version of King Kong versus Godzilla? Is this the American version with Creature from the Black Lagoon music? Or is this the original Japanese version? Whichever one you consider your favorite. You know, King Kong versus Godzilla, again, this, to my mind, this is like a Saturday afternoon matinee flick. It's, it's fun. It's harmless. It's it's goofy. It's not the best of the Godzilla films, but it's fun. Seventh Voyage of Sinbad is something that you can watch primetime. It's a classic. It's Harryhausen. Much as I love Kaiju, Harryhausen's always going to be a Kaiju film nine times out of ten. And then this time, Seventh Voyage of Sinbad, it's just a classic. So it advances relatively easy for me to the next round. If you think of a Harryhausen film, you automatically want to compare them on the special effects. I think, at least I do, that's the first thing I think of. And I think it definitely is uh, has a leg up on King Kong versus Godzilla. There's a lot of love for Harryhausen out there. I think this is going to be a close one because King Kong and Godzilla in the same movie, that's going to have people just voting for it right off the bat. But The Seventh Voyage of the Sinbad is one of my all-time favorite films. I'm actually more of a Ray Harryhausen fan than I am a Kaiju fan. And here you have tons of fantastic creatures compared to two in King Kong versus Godzilla. Well, actually, if you count the octopus, you got three, you know, you know, so it's, but I, so I, I think we're all in agreement that the seven voyages Sinbad is our favorites and we all believe it should move on. Correct. Yes. Agreed. Okay. Two totally different movies going against each other in this one. Them, giant ants, the body snatcher, Boris Karloff. Have fun, you two. This is a no-brainer for me. As much as I love Karloff and Lugosi, and the body snatcher is an amazing film, Them and the giant ants, I, I have a lot of fondness for this film. I remember specifically watching this on a Saturday afternoon and having my mind blown when the red letters come bursting out of the screen. It's still a go-to for me. In fact, I, I just watched this at some point in the last year, introducing it to Carla, and I was just I was just still on the edge of my seat watching it. And, it, you know, yeah, maybe some of the special effects don't hold up, but it, to me, it's the best of the best of the, of the giant bug movies of the 50s, and it's a bonafide classic. Not much of a competition in my mind on this one. Them advances to the next round for my vote. Yeah, and I agree. And I this may not be a popular opinion, but I'm personally not that fond of the body snatcher. I mean, I love the, the one scene that Lugosi and, and Karloff are in together was just is wonderful. But it's just not one of my favorites. And them is just a, a crowd pleaser. It does hold up incredibly well. I'm amazed to this day how how much love that movie still has people. It, it has a lot of goodwill for some reason and people look past its flaws and, you know, being an old black and white movie, people still think it's effective. Uh, I think that's going to be a hard one to beat even going forward. And I agree with both of you, but again, the body snatcher to me is not a monster movie. So it's, to me, it's a no brainer. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. It's like, where's the monster in the body snatcher? I mean, Carlos. 
he's he's a human monster, true, but there's not a monster in it. So I can argue the other way because I I believe people can be monsters. I mean, I see Psycho is in one of the other regions. And, yeah, good point. You know, for me, I, I, I'm not strictly judging it on that point. Uh, I live in a world more gray than you two, apparently. Well, I look at it with the movies. If you start counting humans as monsters, then a movie with Hitler in it, which should be the number one monster. Like you said, we're, we're really we're counting the movie. Well, that's what I'm saying. The movie that has hit about Hitler would be the number right, one but monster. If, but if, uh, if that's up against them, I'll still go with them because we're talking about the movie itself, which is better of the two that's our favorite and that we think will move forward. Exactly. Maybe one day we, so we kind of have to assume these have a monster of some sort and not exclude him just because they don't have a, a literal monster in them. But that's how I'm picking my stuff. So sometimes it makes it easy for me. You know, you're running the show, Steve. You can do whatever you want. As always, we're always fine with what everybody picks, you know, for the different de- – like I said, when Derek and I set it up, we didn't define what a monster movie right. was. We left it over to open to everybody. But then when we're talking about the list, I always feel then it's time we can have that discussion. And right. I, would, I would like to spend a lot longer just what is a monster and have like a roundtable type discussion with it. And uh, and we're never going to come up with a, an answer that everybody agrees with. But the beauty of it is we'll have fun trying. Okay. That takes us to our last pairing of the, the 16 movies, Rodan versus Night or Curse of the Demon, because it goes under both titles. So Curse of the Demon, Night of the Demon versus Rodan. You guys got a lot of kaiju in yours. We do. <laughs> and I think the kaiju will take it here in the, the last bracket. Yeah, Rodan is just, it, it's got it all. It's a great kaiju, a great movie, period. Night Curse of the Demons, a little more deliberate in the pacing and more psychological. If you think about how it originally wasn't even going to show a monster at the end, uh, that would be a different story. Now, I I think there's something to be said for a movie like that. I don't know if Cat People is on here anywhere, but... Cat People is on here. From that perspective, Night Curse of the Demons should be considered, but pairing it against Rodan, I go with Rodan. You know, it's interesting. Rodan is not my favorite of the kaiju films, but when I looked at, like, Night or Curse of the Demon, I, that's not a personal favorite of mine either. I mean, out of all of the films mentioned, these two are probably my least two favorites. So that this was kind of a tough one for me. And initially, I was going to kind of go with Night or Curse of the Demon, but I, ultimately, right before we did this, I said, no, Rodan's going to win out for me. I think because Rodan plays a part in the bigger universe and it's an important film, the movie itself, because it's the first appearance of Rodan and the start of bigger things, it, it edges out just barely Night of Curse of the Demon. But both of these are tough for me because they're not personal favorites of mine. And I know I probably, there's somebody screaming out there right now as they're listening to this, because I know Night or Curse of the Demon, there's a lot of love for it. And for me, it's like every time I've seen it, for some reason, it just hasn't connected with me. And it may be one of those films where I need to see it another time. Like Suspiria, for example, the first two, well, really the first three times I saw it, it just didn't quite work. But then when I finally saw it, you know, in a theater, all of a sudden it, it clicked with me. And now it's one of my all-time favorites. But it took a while to warm up to Back to this one, I would say Rodan edges out. And then maybe that's a film I need to revisit as well. I think Rodan is my fa- it's obviously my favorite, and um, I think it's going to win out. And the one thing with Rodan, when you rewatch it, the scenes 
in the tunnel or the cave are some of the best horror movie monster scenes in building up the suspense with the bugs that the Rodans are going to end up eating. Because remember, there's two monsters, there's two flying creatures in the, in the movie. And um, when they eat those bugs, but those guys in the tunnel, when they see him, I remember Ben saw it just a few years ago, and he's 19 now, and he's, that scared the bejeebies out of him with that scene. You know, it's just interesting how people see things at different times. Like you said, the right moment, you get the, you're like, oh, now I get it. You know, you never know. Sometimes movies just, just because everybody else likes it doesn't mean it's one you're going to like, because that's what that's it brings the differences in, which makes the world go round. So that finishes round one. Now we go to round two, and it gets a little tougher because now you're starting to get some of the better movies against the better movies. Not saying the other ones aren't great or better, but it's just it, it gets a little tougher. Maybe not in this first matchup. King Kong versus Tarantula. Is it the ape or is it the spider? You two decide. I think we know which one Jeff's going to go with. <laughs> You're not like he showed his hand early. No, I was going to say tarantula's pretty big, but I think that big gorilla's going to stomp right on him. Yeah, I'd have to agree. This one's actually more clear-cut for me than the Mothra and tarantula because, I mean, King Kong is a classic, and tarantula's good, but same thing, kind of King Kong, that's main event. Well, you know, tarantulas is a, is a, in my mind, it's a bee flick, a really good one, but King Kong is just, you know, top class. So that's, it's an easy advance to the next round for Kong. King Kong takes a big shoe and it moves on to the next round. Poor tarantula gets squished. <laughs> now here was, we have your one upset that you guys had one big upset. The return of the vampire goes against the mummy from 1959. Personally, I go with the mummy. I'm I'm hesitating because I'm not I'm not sure the love I said people had for Return of the Vampire is greater than the love they would have for Hammer or the mummy. I'm going to put my faith in humanity and say it is, and that the mummy goes forward. Yeah, mummy, hands down on this one. You can't bet it against Cushing and Lee. So it's, it's Bella Lugosi against two, one icon against two icons. It's kind of hard for one icon. Defend off two. So all of us have the mummy moving on to the next round, which we know who he's going to go against. <laughs> but before we get there, we still have a couple other pairings to do. We have the thing from another world against the seventh voyage of Sinbad. Yeah, this is a hard one. My vote would be just barely the thing edging out seventh voyage of Sinbad. I, I think. Uh, I don't even know if I can explain my reasons why. I just think the thing is, when it comes to being a monster movie, I mean, the thing is a monster movie from start to finish, whereas The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad has monsters in it, but it's also fantasy. It's a fantasy monster film. The monster, it's not specifically all about the monsters. And so take it in consideration which of the two is a better monster movie, I would say The Thing. It's really hard for me to separate the thing from another world with the John Carpenter thing. I mean, if I think generally if you say the thing, people think that's the one you're talking about. So if we factor in like the influence of that original movie that it had to produce a movie that is arguably better or different for sure. But yeah, I'm going to factor that in and go with the thing. But it is tough. My favorite is the Seven Voyage of Sinbad. I believe you guys are right. The thing from another world is going to advance and move on. But I'll tell you, if these two are going against each other, I'm voting for the seventh voyage of Sinbad. Just personally, it's one of my favorites. 
All right, and that takes us to our last movie for this round. Them versus Rodan. Doesn't get say, easy, guys. Doesn't get easy. I'm going <laughs> to say the ants for me. I mean, them, a man, again, as good as classic as Rodan is, I, them, I think, is just a notch or two above that. I think it's got a more lasting appeal, I think. And I think even though, you know, both films have outdated special effects, you know, I think, I think them holds up pretty well, all things considered. So that'd be my vote, them. Oh, tough, tough, tough. I think I'll, yeah, I think I'll go with them and I'm sort of looking forward a bit, but I think that's going to be an interesting battle between the thing and them. Uh, two similar movies of roughly the same era. Uh, yeah, let's put them forward just so we can see which one of those two comes out victorious. And again, I'm voting for Rodan as my favorite, but I agree with you both that them is going to advance on because for the listeners and the Monster Kid Radio are going to vote, more likely they're going to vote for them. But if Rodan pulls off the upset, I'll be a happy guy. <laughs> <laughs> Go Rodan. All right. Now we're down to Four movies, King Kong versus The Mummy from 1959. Oh, this is tough. When I wisecracked that King Kong was going to go all the way, I never thought it'd be up against The Mummy. I love those movies almost equally. Jeez. I got to stick with King Kong, though. I think there's never been another, well, there have been other King Kongs, but there's never been that classic King Kong. They have never equaled that. There have been a lot of mummy movies. It's maybe less unique, uh, even though the execution is superior. I'm just going to go with overall influence and legacy and go with King Kong. Yeah, I, I'm going to say the same. I mean, King Kong is just, uh, they're both classics, but King Kong is just uh, a classic on the next level. Mummy is good. Got Cushing and Lee, but I think going up against the King, King's going to win. Let's put it this way. They call the movie King Kong. King (laughs) is in the title. The Mummy is just not good enough to beat King Kong. Uh, Those two, it's my favorite. It'd be interesting to see what the votes come out, how close it is. Um, You know, how how much, because being, you know, one of the best Hammer films going against one of the greatest films ever and how close the voters go. But I think King Kong from 1933 will advance to the next round. And I, I think obviously we're all in agreement. And we know Jeff already showed his hand way early. <laughs> all right. That brings us to all oh, this. We're talking, this is tough for you too. I know the thing from another world versus them. You figure it out. This one uh, is a pick to me. Personal favorite. I have a leaning towards the thing. I'm not so sure that that's going to be the popular choice, though. I don't know, Rich. Which one do you think is going to weigh out? I think this will probably be one of the closest on the voting, honestly, because these two films are almost equals to me. Going with personal favorite, them, because I I saw that first growing up, and so I've always had kind of a special love for that. So them edges out the thing with me barely and I, I think that's what the voters will go with but it's going to be close just to let you guys know just to give you that a little insight the thing from another world was number eight on the list then was number nine on the top 100 movie list mm. that's how close they are to each other i, I think 
Them will go with the upset win, but I think it'll be another one of those three-pointers at the buzzer. <laughs> I'm going to disagree with you guys on both counts. I'm voting for The Thing from Another World because I think it's 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 by far the better film. Also, if you go by Legacy, which Jeff brought up earlier, I really think The Thing from Another World is going to win both in the, the listeners and it would be my favorite. But we go off what you two guys pick because you guys are the experts. So we got King Kong. Versus a bunch of giant ants, them. In order to get to the Frightful Four, only one movie can get in. Which movie is it going to be? Well, it took a, a, a long, slower way of getting there than I thought, but ultimately we're back to what I predicted. I think King Kong goes all the way. Yeah, King Kong, unfortunately, between these two, has the bigger legacy. It's more of a classic than them, which, I mean, them's up there, but King Kong, again, he's the king. So I think he advances to the final four. I don't think it matter which movie I picked, whether it's the thing from another world or them, I think King Kong would be both of them. So it would, yeah. it would still move on regardless of which movie ends up coming out of those two that we talked about. So that's what you guys picked to get to the frightful four King Kong. Now I'm not going to ask you to break down all the regions, but I do want to ask you, who do you think would be in the, the West, which is the one with Godzilla slash Gojira? Who do you think is going to come out of the West? I think it would be really awesome if Godzilla went all the way, and even beyond that, if those if that was the championship game, King Kong versus Godzilla. You know, there's been speculation for years that there's a different version of the movie where the other one wins. I mean, let's let's settle it ourselves between the two giants. Who do we think would would win? I'd love to see King Kong and Godzilla at the end. And who do you have, Rich? I have the Wolfman. Now, I would love to see Godzilla go all the way to the end as well. But when I was sitting there trying to to say, well, you know, I, I, basically I got to one point where it was Godzilla versus Nosferatu for me. And Godzilla edged out the classic Nosferatu barely. The other category, it was, it was pretty easily the Wolfman. And so pitting those two movies up against each other, to me, I think The Wolfman is, is a true classic. It's got Lon Chaney in it. Monsters, yeah, I guess with, when it comes to monsters, Godzilla's pretty big. That original's a classic, but I don't know. My, my gut is telling me The Wolfman might edge it out. I could be wrong, but hmm. that's what I would go with Wolfman. Oh, so you guys finally split. It happens. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Listeners, we have a first. Rich and Jeff actually picked different films. Cool, stay tuned. We'll have breaking news later on. <laughs> okay, I, of course, have Godzilla coming out of the West. If anybody, if, anybody, if anybody has any doubts about why they haven't been listening to Monster Kid Radio. <laughs> All right, so that's, that's one half of the Frightful Four. Who do you have in the South, which is the creature from the Black Lagoon seating? I had, you know, again, getting to the final round, I had creature against uh, Dracula. And then at that point, it was, you know, Dracula kind of easily won it for me. But then it gets to that final round. And I think creature, well, I love Lugosi and love the classic Dracula. I think creature, it's kind of timeless, I think, for me. The original Lugosi Dracula can be a little dated, a little stagey at times, as good as it is. Creature is a film that still stands up today, and so I have the creature take. Well, that's a brutal region. I mean, Curse of Frankenstein versus House of Dracula, you got to make that call early on. Ultimately, I don't think it matters. I think... We also have later on Dracula versus possibly Horror of Dracula. Right. Ah, oh, man. I do think Creature... I'm not sure what it would go up against. 
but I think Creature will go all the way. Well, um, Creature, um, I predict to go all the way. Steve, you're, this is stacked, right? You, you've designed this so that Creature goes up against Godzilla at the end, and you're going to prove definitively in your little private battle with Derek on which one is... is no, <laughs> no. It would it would seem that way, but no. Because okay. King Kong was the number one movie. Godzilla was the number four movie, so they end up being on the same side of the bracket. And the number two go against the number three on the opposite side, because that's just the way you're supposed to do it. You know, the best team is supposed to go against the fourth best team. You know, if you, if they all get to the final four, or Frightful Four. I shouldn't say Final Four. Derek, edit that out. That could be a copyright infringement. We're the Frightful Four. <laughs> all right, guys. The point voting is there could be some emotional power going with Creature right now because of Julie Adams. So just supporting my theory that that's going to move forward. Now, who do you guys have in the North region? Yeah, this was hard. I had it in the final round. It was Frankenstein against Brighter Frankenstein for me. And, and at that point, you know, um, Bride easily kind of edges out Frankenstein, although they're both great. I mean, Bride of Frankenstein's a classic. So there were some tough ones in this, though, because, I mean, you had Psycho and you had uh, House of Wax. Even The Haunting, gosh, I mean, I hated The Haunting. I mean, Frankenstein edged out The Haunting for me, but I hated that The Haunting, in my, you know, my mind, is going to get knocked out that first round. So I have Bride of Frankenstein taking out Frankenstein and going on to the to the Frightful Four. I don't know. I look at those original votes and how Frankenstein did come out ahead of Bride of Frankenstein. And I would personally prefer Frankenstein to go, but I do think I, I think there's more love in general for Bride of Frankenstein. I think it's going to go uh, forward. And again, it's your favorite. You know, who you guys think is going to come out by sheer luck. And again, this is sheer luck. We have Bride of Frankenstein in against Frankenstein in the same bracket. In order to get to the Frightful Four, they have to go head to head, which I think makes for great conversation. It's, it's a killer. Yeah. All right. So Bride of Frankenstein versus Creature from the Black Lagoon. Doesn't get easy, does it? Nope. Oh, man. Yeah. See, earlier this afternoon, I was thinking Bride, and now I'm, I'm rethinking that. <laughs> so, ah. Uh... This is tough. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Bride will edge out Creature barely. All right, so you got Bride going to the final round. You know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the opposite. I think Creature will, would beat out Bride. One of the seven signs of the apocalypse, ladies and gentlemen. They disagreed <laughs> yet again. This could See, be the I'm end. I think you haven't really been listening to the podcast. We <laughs> disagree all the time. <laughs> I'm just joking with you both. I can't think of an example, but, you know, Richard's been wrong many, many times. <laughs> say, you know, we disagree all the time. Edit, you know, it, it, Jeff's the editor, so he just edits out the time that we agree. So. <laughs> he, he just uses different words that you've said before to make it, you totally change your opinion. <laughs> yes, I, I'm always in agreement with him. But somehow when I listen to the podcast, it's like, I don't remember saying that, but. Okay, so one of you has Bride and one of you has Creature going to the final. But what do you guys have with King Kong versus Godzilla? Remember, I had King Kong versus the Wolfman. Well, we'll go with you first. King Kong versus the Wolfman. So I still can't believe you picked the Wolfman over Godzilla. I'm just in I, I, shock. You know, that's I, I, again, I, you know, moment of, of insanity, I guess, whatever you want to call it. I don't care if it's King Kong versus Godzilla or King Kong versus the Wolfman. I have King Kong advancing. I think that 
with King Kong against the Wolfman, it's an easier for me that King Kong's going to advance. I think King Kong will have a tougher time surpassing Godzilla, but I think just for, I don't know if you want to, for nostalgia's sake, what have you, I think King Kong will edge out Godzilla barely, depending on who he goes against. Either way, the king comes out. Yeah, and sorry to disappoint you, Steve, but I I go with King Kong as well. Or Godzilla. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Except in the <laughs> 1954 Rally Awards. <laughs> Just like to make I'm sure. sure keeping track. <laughs> okay, so you guys have King Kong. Now, of course, this you guys split here. One of you has bride, and one of you has creature. Is King Kong going to lose to either one of them? King Kong, he goes all the way for the win. Yeah, I, I would agree. He comes in at the number one seed, and he'll he'll take the trophy home at the end of the night. I agree. So it's looking like King Kong is going to be the overall favorite. In our top 100 movie list, he got the most votes. He was by far the number one, and Frankenstein was number two. And then there was a big drop-off, not a, not a huge drop-off, but a big drop-off between number three and four, and then a real big drop-off to number five, which was the Wolfman. This is why I'm worried about you. When you pick the Wolfman over Godzilla, there's a big difference between the two of them. But when well, we did that the list. The scary, though, is that we're pitting them against each other in different combinations. We're not just ranking them. So there could be upsets, and it could move forward. And, I mean, have you ever tried to follow a basketball bracket? You know, they're broken in the first week. So I don't know. I think there could be some surprises. I don't think we can assume King Kong will go all the way, although we just said we, <laughs> we think it will. But – I, I think there could be some surprises. And I'm looking forward you know, to some how, surprises. How, you know, like, yeah, I mean, like how I'll vote, you know, one week may change the next on some of these films. So it depends on the week, how whether or not I'm in the mood for one of these films over the other. So I, I agree. I think there could be some upsets. There will be upsets. That's why they call them upsets. We never know what they're going to happen. You guys picked a big upset in your thing. So it's with Return of the Vampire versus The Invisible Man. So we'll see how that plays out, you know, and uh, if that comes true or not, it'd be interesting. And listeners, what you have to do is vote for who you think should win, who is your favorite, and get other people that, that you think are interested. Hey, come listen to this or come vote for this and vote for their favorite movies and then see how it all turns and plays out. Are experts right? Are they wrong? Are we all just crazy? Who knows? We might all be a little crazy. The key thing is we have fun with this. And and Rich and Jeff, I want to thank you both for taking the time to give your um expert opinion on this region and who you thought would come out into the frightful four. And um, we're look. I'm sure both of you guys, like myself included, are looking forward to seeing the results with the voting when it starts to come out. Like who is going to advance and move along? Well, thank you for asking us. Uh, it means a lot that you. I, I won't speak for Rich, but for me, that you would consider me an expert. You may have lowered your standards a bit, but I'll take it. And I, I had a lot of fun. Thanks for asking me to participate. Yeah, thank you. It's it's an honor to be part of the, the inner circle, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, definitely. This was a lot of fun. 